The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advice offered through Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. Welcome to the Financial Focus Radio Show with your hosts, Tyler Simonis and Josh Finelli. Join us as we discuss markets, bring transparency to issues within the financial services industry, and bring honest, thoughtful analysis every week. Good morning, everybody out there in Radio Land. My name is Tyler Simonis. That guy over there, he's Josh Finelli, and we are partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management here in the beautiful Pacific Northwest for all of you financial focus junkies all three of you uh the team is back uh, was it only one week it seems like it's been longer nah i think it was just one week yeah so anyways the team is back uh in the saddle ready to give you a whole new show where we have lots of exciting things to talk about uh, as always if you want to be part of the program call us 877-670-7117 or send us an email by going to our website NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com. Josh has been in the thick of it with uh, not only little kids, but little kids that are bringing home the Ebola, Ebola virus from preschool. So uh, Josh has a sick wife, sick kids, and he's excited to come to the office every day. <laughs> Might start working seven days a week. The, resp the respite at work. All not, right. Not so bad. Yeah. I mean, I only, I only whine a little bit. It's, it's a bear market, though. You know, it just there is... We're not in a bear market anymore. Seemingly no light at the end of Parties, the tunnel. We're back <laughs> to the party, baby. Oh, you mean with the kids? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. It gets better. Yeah. gets better. Have, have kids, they say. Teenagers, they're really easy. We got to do it to help the old people. They need someone to take care of them in the future. Pay for the Social Security, yeah. All right, let's talk about the week that was in the capital markets. Apparently, it's rainbows and butterflies all over again. Uh, U.S. stocks, as measured by the S&P 500, were up a little over 1% last week. So huge rally, obviously, on <clears throat> on Wednesday. Um, it's a little bit confusing, but nonetheless, stocks rallied sharply on Wednesday. Uh, international developed market stocks were 2% higher, so... Uh, for about four and a half, five weeks now, we've seen dramatic outperformance from international and emerging markets, uh, and that continues. We'll see how long that goes. A lot of that has to do with the weakness in the dollar. Uh, if you've seen the dollar has sort of weakened um, quite quite a bit. I mean, it's still relatively strong, but uh, where it had been two years ago, but it's it's weakened over the last four weeks, and that's why we've seen some such dramatic outperformance from international. Emerging markets were up 5% last week, so big move for the emerging markets. Uh, a lot of that has to do with what goes on in China and the fact that China apparently is still an emerging market, even though soon it's going to be the biggest economy in the world. And by some measures, it already is. Uh, U.S. small cap stocks were 1.5% higher. Um, Josh and I continue to be confounded. We feel like over time, uh, the move in small caps will uh, – you know, we'll, we will get a significant move, but it, it, it has definitely been in fits and starts in the small cap universe. Uh, we saw pretty big moves last week in the bond complex in terms of rates. Uh, we saw bond prices move higher and yields move lower. The aggregate bond index, so think of the S&P 500 of the bond world, uh, from a price perspective, was up over 1% last week, which is a big move for a bond index. Uh, we saw... The yield on the one-year Treasury bond is 4.68, and the yield on the 10-year is 3.5%. The yield curve across all parts of the yield curve. So the yield curve is, um, you know, one-month bonds all the way up to 30-year bonds and everything in between. The yield curve is supposed to be a steep yield curve, and it is inverted all the way from the short end to the long end. So the one-month Treasury yield 50 basis points, no, sorry, 30 basis points more than the 30-year Treasury. Uh, that is a very recessionary signal. Uh, and every time we've had that happen, essentially, we've gotten a recession. Steepest inversion in 40 years. Gold uh, was up 3.5%, 18.12 an ounce. And oil hot, saw a huge move last week, up not over 9% last week, 80 bucks a barrel. We've seen lots of whipsawing in the uh, oil markets. So the big news last week on Friday was we got the November jobs report. 
the U.S. economy added 263,000 jobs in the month of November, and the unemployment rate stayed the same. Um, both of those numbers were better than ex- economists had expected. Got a big positive revision to the October number, too. So we're still in that mode where good economic data is bad news for markets. Uh, wages also grew by five and 5.1% year over year. So wages are growing. Uh, unemployment is below full employment. I mean, when I was in college, at least, full employment was 4.4%, and we're at 3.7%, the national employment rate. So... Uh, that makes the Fed's decision on rates very easy, right? If they have two mandates, one being inflation and the other being full employment, they got the employment deal dealt with, uh, and so they can continue to, to work on the economy from a rate perspective. Markets don't believe that's what's going to happen, though. It's very clear that markets are saying, we dare you. <laughs> and so ultimately the Fed's going to – I hope the Fed says, okay, you dare me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm going to overdo it. Like I waited too long to actually start raising rates. And so it's going to be very interesting. Well, we're probably going to get more of the uh, the cavalcade. will come out next week with uh, – they'll send Bullard out and start the hawkish pronouncements again uh, because it's the market's you know, f- up 4% in the wake of uh, Palestine. Uh, conference on Wednesday, not what the Fed wants to see. It just gives them license to do more. And this is what people don't understand. I think market participants don't understand about why the Fed can't back off. It's because every time there's the sense that the Fed might pause or back off, risk assets, stocks, houses, everything that's a risk asset rallies in price, which in turn makes the inflation problem worse. And so until that stops happening, the Fed can't back off. And when historically that has stopped happening is in a recession, when bad news means markets go down. And so that's not happening right now. Right now, bad news is good for markets because market participants think that think that the, that means the Fed can pause. In order for the Fed to deal with inflation, meaning snuff it out for good, or the high level we're seeing right now, they ha- I just don't see another way other than a recession because of the behavior of markets and the consumer when the Fed appears to, to talk about slowing that down. That dynamic is just so confusing for so many people, though, when you, when, you, when you try to tell them that good news is actually bad. And conversely, the, the opposite is true. Bad news is actually good. We want bad news right now because that means we're closer to the end uh, than the beginning. But... Uh, the you know the Fed's hand is going to be forced here. Like the market expectation of a pivot as soon as January or February, in our eyes, is likely to be disproven in the couple months to come. Yeah, I mean we got the core PCE, which is one of the Fed's favorite. Um, per- core PCE is personal consumption expenditure index, and even though it's going in the right direction, it was lower. It's 5.1 percent. It's lower than um, uh, the pre- the previous month. It's still really high. Uh, and so, you know, the economy grew at three, 2.9%, which was better than the originally reported in the third quarter. We have unemployment rate really low. The Fed should be raising interest rates. I mean, we have inflation. Like, it, it, the idea that the Fed should stop raising rates is asinine. And the, so, like, this is absolutely what should be happening. I mean, it's sort of an extraordinary jobs number at this point in the cycle, though. I, and who's, it, We'll only know where we are in the cycle until <laughs> after the fact. I mean, this reminds me a lot of... 2000 through 02. I mean, that, you know, that took a long time for the excess to be washed out because we had tons of excess in the U.S. economy in the late 90s. The economy was growing at six, six and a half percent in the late 90s, and it took two, two, two years, about 22 months, uh, for that excess to so, sort of finally blow out. And so, it's been, yeah, it's been a tough 2021, 2022 so far. But I would expect. Probably next year is going to be more difficult, especially from an economic standpoint, like the, the actual economy and what employment does. Remember, markets are forward-looking, so when the economic data is probably the worst, that means markets will probably already have traded higher. And that's why uh, if you try to time this, you are going to lose. It's a guarantee. We, I'm going to put that out there. Like if you try to get this right and and get out of the market and then wait for the economic data – to be better, you are going to be a loser. Loser. L-O-S-E-R. Uh, that's, how, that's how you spell it. Just in case you were wondering. Yeah. Good, um, good thing you helped out there. All right. If you would like to be part of the program, you have a question or you want to 
tell me I'm, I'm crazy for saying that market timing is something that you got to stop being doing. unrespectful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> give our office a call. The number or give the show the call. The number here is 877-670-7117. Or you can always send us an email by going to our website, uh, northwestquadrantwealth.com. When we come back, we're going to, we're going to ask the question, does anybody do due diligence anymore? Stick around. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. get a workout in at the fitness center tomorrow maybe some rafting on the deschutes river or i could go for a swim and spend the afternoon by the pool it's pretty easy to fill your calendar when you live the life you love at stonebriar walk the nature trails at pilot butte or maybe give tracy a call we can go shopping in bend on saturday sunday read a book on the deck and after an active day outside you come home to gorgeous resort style one two or three bedroom apartments with cook's kitchens spacious bath full-size washer and dryers computer labs with free internet covered parking and my fur babies pets allowed stonebriar is currently accepting applications their beautiful landscape grounds feature two clubhouses and are on Highway 20 near 27th and Bend. Google Stonebriar Apartments for details. Stonebriar, professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. Stonebriar Apartments. The best of resort living. Get ready, city slickers. Here's a chance for you honorary cowboys and cowgirls to win big. It's Indian Head Casino's $75,000 boot scootin' cash and prices giveaway in December. Every Friday and Saturday, win your share of $27,000 in cash and prizes. $27,000, partner. Love that money. Oh, yeah. Plus, on December 31st, win a top prize of $2,023 in cash or free cash for a year during our New Year's Eve $12,000 Barnyard Bash. Of dollars in cash and prizes all month. Win your share of twenty-seven thousand every Friday and Saturday. It's Indian Head Casino seventy-five thousand dollar boot scooting giveaway. So scoot your boots on down. Yeah! I got cowboy boots and I like to wear them. Today could be your lucky day. Indian Head is where the winners play. You must be twenty-one. Management reserves all rights. See the players club for details. There's something about having a number one hit. Can't wait for the next one. This Sunday, a new Showtime original series. George and Tammy, starring Academy Award winner Jessica Chastain. You live in a fast world. And Academy Award nominee Michael Shannon. Fast is the only speed I know. It's the incredible true story of country music's king and queen. They're going to take it from us. Take what? Our fire. George and Tammy premieres Sunday at 9 p.m. on Showtime. Hey, listener, welcome to Lemu's Karaoke Lounge, where Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need, and the music never stops. Hit it. There's an emu with a full-time job. His partner's Doug, but Lemu's the heartthrob. Grubs and worms, that's what Lemu eats. Gotta fuel up to save you money and hit the streets. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Connect to the Financial Focus Radio Show on YouTube or iTunes. Listen to past shows, get our bi-weekly e-news, and keep up to date on the market. You can also sign up for our e-newsletter on our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Let's get back to the show. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us. If you would like to take one of us up on a free retirement review, one of us will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, Call our office to get one of those scheduled. The number here is 
888-900-0988 or you can go to our website and send us an email that's northwestquadrantwealth.com uh just uh, hopefully everybody knows this but it's open enrollment season so uh you know when, when it, you have to decide on your health care for the next year um december 15th is the last day to enroll or change your plan coverage that's going to start on january 1st so all of you that have uh, group plans, individual plans, Medicare, whatever it is, December 15th is the day. So you have a couple more weeks here uh, before if you want to make changes. Um, I guess we talked to our Nick, um, Nick, what's his last name? Lockwood. Nick Lockwood from Health Insurance Strategies, our health insurance guy. And uh, our rate increase was uh, 17%. Because we have two people tur- that turn paying the 60. Ta- paying the tax for the old people. Yeah, I didn't realize once you hit a certain – there's benchmarks, and once you hit them, the rates go up. Uh, but I guess just in central Oregon, the rate increase – the average rate increase for small groups was 10%. Uh, so healthcare inflation it continues to be brutal. Um, but I, I would tell you all to still look at it, um, especially if you're on, on Medicare because – um, those of you that are in Medicare could probably either increase your benefits or maybe save some money, especially if you haven't looked at it in a couple of years. Um, so the, this is uh, happening, it seems to me, that um, there's legislation uh, in front of Congress that is going to add lots of complexity to 401ks. So last week, Fidelity added cryptocurrency as an investment option inside of their 401ks. Seemingly bad timing with that one. Well, there was never good timing on that. <laughs> they've, uh, they've been working on it for a while, but they're a little late, late to the game. But literally, you know, so the most four hundred one ks have not a lot of investment choices. Usually, twenty five or twenty investment options, and they're pretty basic and they're broad market. And that's the right alloc- I mean, that's the right thing for them to have. Um, and so what happened is all these lobbyists from all these asset management firms that have lots and lots of money have been going to Congress and saying, look, you need all these non-correlated assets, you need private equity, you need all these things so that investors can protect themselves and they can have the same access as all these wealthy people. And the Congress people being stupid as they are uh, said, oh, that makes perfect sense. you know. And instead of protecting their constituents, they're adding tons of risks and tons of complexity. And so um, there's a bill and it looks like it's going to pass that – is going to allow all of these ridiculous investment choices that should not be allowed inside a 401k plan. They're going to be added uh, inside a 401k. It's like private equity, crypto, all of this stuff that should – I mean the, the only thing – you know, the TSP, which is the government savings plan, the thrift savings plan, is – there's six options. Pretty five. much the best plan It, it, it really <laughs> should be the most 401ks. It's, it's not exciting. It's not flashy. They probably need to add a little bit better fixed income. Uh, but – you know, in that plan, people can't get themselves into trouble in a 401k plan, and I think that's that's a really good thing. If you're considering options for your small business, uh, the liability entailed with inclusion of crypto and the other stuff in there, maybe not something you want to embrace. Oh, if you add crypto to your 401k and your small business owner, expect to be sued. Um, so, okay, so Josh and I, you know, the, uh, Sam Bankman-Fried, who uh, was running FTX, one of the biggest cryptocurrencies uh, exchanges in the world, uh, and he was worth $26 billion at one point. Um, you know, he, he filed for bankruptcy. He was also supposedly not involved with Alameda, this hedge fund, but he really was. He, he went on CNBC this week. Um, he was, at, he was and, at the New York Times Dealbook Conference. And he wanted to go in person, but they uh, they did it over – Andrew Sorkin did it over uh, the, Zoom. The Treasury Secretary was there. I mean it was a who's who of big financial – But the point in, in bringing it up is, you know, um, when you look at – what has gone on and what will probably continue to go on and what went on after the global financial crisis with Bernie Madoff, uh, you know, Elizabeth, uh, what's this lady from Theranos? Elizabeth Holmes with Theranos. Um, It is weird. Josh and I were talking. It doesn't seem to us that anybody does actual due diligence anymore on investments, Uh, whether it be companies, uh, whether it be like something like crypto, uh, it just the, the lack of actual real due diligence is mind boggling right now, and what it's causing is people to lose real money. Not, you know, not like chicken scratch here. Well, this it, is causing people to lose billions and billions the, of dollars. The Ontario Teachers Pension Plan, and granted they're Canadian, but uh, <laughs> so we don't care quite as much. But um, you know, they lost hundreds of millions of dollars on their investment, and this is, I think, the second one of these that they've been in. Uh, you wonder, like the 
allocators that are making these decisions, you know, when the bankruptcy, the, the, the receiver comes in and says they literally had zero corporate controls here and this was worse than Enron, you know, what what kind of due diligence was exercised before allocating that hard-earned public employee money into this kind of stuff? And, it, you know, it's just emblematic of this idea that low interest rates created an environment where there was just too much money chasing too few ideas and the people left holding the bag or, you know, the retail investors well, and there's an, didn't really understand where they were even going. commonality that you brought up last week, which is 100% true, is that when, when other investors, professional investors and retail investors alike, look at who also is investing in some asset class or some security – it sort of lends this le- legitimacy to it, right? So when you look and you say, well, Goldman's getting into crypto and JP Morgan's getting into crypto and, you know, all these white glove state institutions with supposedly all these brilliant people, uh, it can't be risky if these firms are getting into it well, or, and or private equity. One of these common things that you see now when you go to these startups and there's a couple in Bend and you'll look at sort of their website and they prominently, in feature, they prominently feature the investors in them as if that's somehow – supposed to be representative of it being but, a good business. But that's the due diligence that's being done now Precisely, instead of but actual it, due diligence. But it's just – it parallels social media where it's just all a fallacy and it's really just a representation. And underneath the hood, does the fact that X so-and-so invested in your business make the merits of the business actually good? Of course well, not. And so here's what people need to remember. Like you have to get realistic about future – investment returns for whatever you're investing. So if you're investing in uh, uh, taking a certain level of risk, you have to have a realistic expectation for what future returns can be. And anytime you're going to expect a return north of, say, the U.S. stock market by a dramatic amount, you have to also expect that whatever you're investing in could go to zero. That's the expectation. And so that, that the problem is that went away, that, uh, that expectation that th- those things could go to zero totally went away. And, and, because money was free and capital allocation decisions didn't matter. And so there was tons of money chasing not that many good ideas. And so asset prices in general went up. And so due diligence didn't matter. The due diligence was who else is invested in this? And what does anybody, what what do people think that, TAM, the total addressable market can be? And what's the story behind it? It became all about stories instead of like, you know, these businesses that were left for dead, like, all of these businesses that actually make real things and have positive free cash flow and all those things that matter, uh, they were left for dead. But guess what? Those are the winners in the market right now, and all of these people that didn't do due diligence are losing real money, and I don't feel bad for them at all. I think we're just at this inflection point where the presumption of the model before was that most flood, most of these startups are going to fail, but you're going to get compensated by the losses just by being in on a few of the big successes. and. That dynamic is, I think, changed, and the number of successes is even smaller, uh, leading to, you know, resulting in big losses for ultimately retail. All right. If you want to sign up for our e-newsletter, Josh and I do have a short video in the middle, and at the end of every month, go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Say, add me to your e-newsletter list. When we come back, we're going to tackle some of email questions. Stick around. Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on YouTube or on NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com. morning walk to get you going with the afternoon i got ahead of me i really need it what are you doing in the afternoon i gotta figure out my med- did you say med- mm-hmm. medicare it might not be the most pleasant topic but it doesn't have to be uncomfortable 
especially when you have Pacific Source Medicare. Get $0 premiums, dental benefits, $0 prescription deductibles, no referrals required to see a specialist, rewards for taking care of your health, and more. Plus, service from a local person, not an automated phone tree or an offshore call center. Find your plan and get on with life. Don't fear Medicare. Get help from a plan that goes beyond what's required. Pacific Source Medicare. Medicare annual enrollment ends December 7th. Visit MedicareBeyond.org today. Pacific Source Community Health Plans is an HMO, HMOD, SNP, and PPO plan with a Medicare contract and a contract with Oregon Health Plan, Medicaid. Enrollment in Pacific Source Medicare depends on contract renewal. We love it here, and we think you will too. Welcome to Alpine Meadows. Beautifully kept landscaping, Alpine Meadows has one-bedroom apartments and two- and three-bedroom townhomes that include washer and dryer, beautiful decks, patios, and designer kitchens. Alpine Meadows is conveniently located next to the Dallas, California Highway and minutes away from Orchard Park's nature trails, a place proud to call home. Google Alpine Meadows townhomes, professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. You enjoy the quiet life, but... You like being close to the action. Living that fits you is at Mountain Glen Apartments, located five minutes away from the Bend River Promenade and downtown area. Mountain Glen's units feature designer oak cabinets, and their two- and three-bedroom units come with washer and dryer hookups. Relax with mountain views from your patio or deck. Mountain Glen Apartments Bend, corner of Butler Market and Boyd Acres Road. Professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. Plato Travel Plaza. Fuel and fun After a long day And you want to play Get your mind off of the road Have a great meal Try our slot machines Life's good on the plateau Quick stop Anytime Gets you everything under the sun Life's good On the plateau Food, fuel and fun Food, fuel and fun At the Plateau Travel Plaza in Madras you get food, fuel, and fun all in one fabulous stop. After you fuel up with our low fuel prices, enjoy something fresh from our deli. Shop our store for local crafts and jewelry, travel essentials, electronics, and more. Then have some fun in our game room with 30 of the hottest slot machines and all the rewards you can handle. Life's good on the plateau. Food, fuel, and fun. They've saved the best of summer for last. So for avid outdoorsmen, now is the time to get fired up. At Finn and Fire in Redmond, they have what you need to make your time outdoors more fun. While trout season has been excellent, the big news is that for the first time in two years, the lower Deschutes will be open for steelhead. Whether you just need a few flies or a new spay rod setup, Finn and Fire has it. For hunting, crispy boots are well-stocked for men and women. With Vibram soles and Gore-Tex liners, you'll be able to cover the most rugged terrain. Finn and Fire also has a fine assortment of Sitka gear and Mystery Ranch packs, plus all the latest from Benchmade knives. You can even pick up a hard-to-find Yeti Tundra 45 or 65 at Finn and Fire. So stop on by and shop the extensive selection of the best gear while you enjoy a bite from their 18-tap bar. Finn and Fire is truly a fly shop unlike any other. Just across from Safeway and Redmond or at finnandfire.com. listening to Financial Focus Radio Show, where you get honest and actionable advice every week from the partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management. Remember, you can always listen to past shows on iTunes or find us on northwestquadrantwealth.com. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us. If you want to be part of the show, call us, 877-670-7117. If you want to listen to past shows, too, we update those, or Josh supposedly updates those weekly. (laughs) Uh, No, our web developer is supposed to update those automatically. But anyways, if you want to listen to past shows or see our e-news, if one of those strikes your fancy, maybe the suit that Josh has on a certain day, uh, and you want to send it to your girlfriends or boyfriends, you can go on our website, Northwest Quadrant, and uh, see all those. It's under resources, right? Yep. Uh, So there's a little bit of a troubling sign. Uh, Fidelity is the... uh, biggest administrator of 401k plans in the world. Um, and they looked at what 
the behavior of the retail investors within those 401k plans. Um, and in the month of October and early November, hardship withdrawals were the highest they've ever been from 401k plans. So that is not a good sign, especially since it hasn't even gotten that bad yet. And unemployment is still 3.7%. It seems to me like in most parts of the country, if you want a job, you can get one. So normally when we see a big spike, the last time we saw a spike, it wasn't even this high, but uh, during the global financial crisis, um, it's because people can't get a job and they're unemployed and they, the last place they can think to go is in their 401k and so they do a hardship withdrawal and of course you're that's taking, not the situation right now taking uh from you know positions that have declined materially so far year to date so not an opportune time to be harvesting either and of course you're paying either taking a loan or potentially paying a penalty it's not a not a good situation but it's odd to me that with unemployment you know the economy going 2.9 percent unemployment at 3.7 that the that fidelity is seeing the highest ever hardship withdrawal rate that doesn't make any sense to me but it just what it says to me is the other data that we see out there is retail sales is still very good and it's being done because debt is exploding well Consumer it, debt. i mean it coincides with that data point we got a couple of weeks ago with you know 350 billion of additional consumer debt in the quarter the greatest ever increase so uh, people are th- have this in their mind i think like oh this is temporary i'll pay this debt down when things get better yep uh, that's a scary it's proposition solid duration story and kick the can keeps getting kicked down the road and eventually we'll we'll get there and sometime in the next six months likely so the the used car bubble too is finally bursting um we we know that that because of the pandemic and the shortages and all the sorts of things, the dynamics that were going on in the auto, automobile market, uh, used car prices got crazy, crazy. Well, that's certainly burst. Uh, the, there's something called the Mannheim Used Car Index. It's now down 14% over the last year. That's the largest year-over-year decline on record. Uh, but, you know, obviously that's because prices got so out of whack, a 14% decline. Sounds like a lot, but it's just sort of trying to get prices back to uh, normalized. Um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> used car prices um, were, went up 50%. There was a great Financial Times article this week. Uh, there's an explosion of McLaren and G-Wagon listings uh, on AutoTrader. And that is, those are the favored cars of the crypto bros. My son might be interested. <laughs> he, he can rub some shekels to be- together and buy yeah. a G-Wagon. <laughs> yeah, so the number of G-Wagons, the G-Wagon prices declined 33% year to date. Maybe there'll be a bunch of kids at Summit High School with G-Wagons. Uh, all right, let's tackle some email questions. Uh, this email comes from Leo. Leo says, I've, uh, I've had my money at Vanguard for 34 years. In the last four or five years, their service has been on a slow, steady decline. I now have uh, to regularly wait two hours on hold before I get to talk with someone. I have made the decision that I'm going to move my money, uh, my accounts away from Vanguard. What other custodians would you suggest I can would you, would you suggest I consider? So, the, so this is what, first I want to address what Leah is saying about Vanguard. It, it bums me out. So Jack Bogle, John Bogle, started Vanguard. Um, he passed away now, I guess, three and a half years ago, which is sad for me to think about. But uh, this is a guy, Jack Bogle, who did more for the retail investor than anybody else has uh, combined. I mean, this guy he just was a huge proponent for the retail investor and has done great things. Um, and it's sort of like when you look at lots of founder-led companies and founder-run companies, when they go away, the companies change. And that's certainly what's happened with Vanguard. The problem for Vanguard is its big competitors, the BlackRocks, the Fidelities of the world, they have so much more revenue because they're for-profit businesses. They, they can invest in technology and infrastructure and customer service, where Vanguard, the shareholders of Vanguard, own the business. It's a mutually held company. Um, and that's how they keep costs down, but they don't have enough revenue to invest in technology and customer service. And so this is unfortunately what has happened with Vanguard, uh, really. And we've been hearing this a lot. And I, I we're, we love Vanguard. We use Vanguard ETFs in our client portfolios. Um, but it is, you know, we don't have to deal with them um, because we just use their their ETS. We're not dealing with Vanguard as a custodian or any of those kind of things. So if if you're one of these people, that's an unfortunate thing. So what I tell you, Leo, um, the, the you know the to me, from a custodial standpoint, the other two big names out there are Fidelity uh, and Schwab. 
you could look like at a uh, what is it? I uh, investors Inter- interactive, interactive brokers. Yeah. You know, they they have some cutting edge technology, but again, size size matters when it comes to custodians. The Schwab has been doing it for a long, long time. Their technology is great. They, they can invest in all the things that matter. And same with Fidelity. And so, TD Ameritrade gets folded in permanently. Well, not, not till, I mean, it's not going to be totally done until fall of 2023. Okay, that's what I thought. So it doesn't make sense to move to TD and then have it yeah. move to Schwab anyway. So that's what I'd tell you is, is the two big names on, on the street is I would just look at them both and sort of See what you know. I would say that one, like Fidelity, is um, sort of more old-fashioned. Schwab is much more sort of intuitive, kind of like Apple. Uh, and, and so, you know, depending on how you think and how you see things, uh, but they're both great and they both have great technology. That that's what I tell you. And I, I, I hope that more importantly, Vanguard can get it figured out because well, they, and, they and should then, have enough revenue flowing to be able to deal with some of these issues. And then, just a full disclosure, we also have uh, accounts at Vanguard. We <coughs> we run our both of us use our children's five twenty nines there, so we're familiar with the platform that they have, and you know, it's kind of old-fashioned, but of course, for the pre-mentioned reasons, which uh, they just don't have the resources as public I mean, I companies don't, do. I to couldn't even tell you the, the last time I dealt with Vanguard. I mean, I, I, I do everything online. So yeah, exactly. For me, it's easy. So, um, all right, we got another email. Uh, this one comes from Matthew. Uh, here, you'll like this one, Josh. Uh, Matthew says, my 401k expenses are 0.55%. I'm ready. I am already maxing out a Roth IRA at Fidelity and have an additional, and I have additional funds to invest in retirement. Am I better off investing those funds in my 401k or in a Fidelity Zero Funds account? Like no fee IRA or no fee mutual funds at Fidelity. Uh, well, you know that of course is the match, right? Do you yeah, get the, I mean, as long as you're taking the match, then if uh, there's a match, yeah, and really just sort of depends on your contribution level and your income. I mean, it's hard to really definitively answer that question without knowing more about your personal situation. Anyway. <laughs> but you know, I mean, we're obviously predisposed to trying to use low-cost, tax-efficient investments. And uh, if you're able to access those Fidelity Zeros, uh, it's literally free for you to own uh, a free. diversified, low-cost portfolio. And I, you know, I say free a little bit with the air quotes around it because, of course, you know, they're routing your orders and whatever else. So there is a cost associated with it, but uh, not one that is really material to your wealth accumulation. So that's the route I'd probably take. Yeah, so Matthew, um, based on your expense level, so most people, they did a study, 40 per, or 45% of people don't think they pay fees in a 401k. And there's two levels of fees, right? There's the mutual fund fees or the, the, whatever you're investing in, and then there's the administrative costs. Uh, so based on your expenses, uh, Matthew, there's a good chance that, that they're using actively managed funds. You can invest in zero, fun, you know, zero fee funds that are going to be tracking indexes. But Josh is right. You, know, you can only contribute so much to an IRA uh, from a contribution standpoint. And so... If you have more to contribute, you're, the only place you're going to be to do that on a tax-deferred basis is inside the 401k. So you might bite the bullet. But like Josh said, if you're getting, if your company offers a match, you have to do at least the amount to get the match, even though the fees are going to be higher. Uh, it, it makes it makes 100% sense to do that. So, all right. Uh, if you would like to sign up for our Actually, if you'd like to sign up for a free retirement review with one of us, one of us will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call our office uh, to get that scheduled. The number here is 1-800-743-0988 or go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com and send us an email. When we come back, we're going to talk about how you can avoid paying some taxes on your required minimum distribution. Stick around. Get your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988.
It was the week before Christmas, and Santa was touring his shop when one of his elves asked him if a gift for Mrs. Claus had been bought. Hey, Santa, what'd you get her this year? Santa sadly shook his head and shrugged with a deep sigh. Wiping his brow with his kerchief, he asked, What kind of husband am I? Then with a gasp and a giggle, he exclaimed with a laugh of delight, I'll go to Mrs. Claus's favorite toy store, and I'll go there tonight. The elf asked Santa, And where might that be? Why, Satterley Jewelry Repair and Design Center. They're the best in their league. With colorful gemstones and unique jewelry designs, any gift I pick from their store is guaranteed to bring a big smile. Ooh. So learn your lesson from Santa Claus. For gifts that create memories galore, this Christmas you need to visit Mrs. Claus's favorite toy store. Oh, yeah. They got great stuff. Satterley Jewelry Repair and Design Center on 5th and in Redmond. Merry Christmas, everyone. We love it here, and we think you will too. Welcome to Alpine Meadows. Beautifully kept landscaping, Alpine Meadows has one-bedroom apartments and two- and three-bedroom townhomes that include washer and dryer, beautiful decks, patios, and designer kitchens. Alpine Meadows is conveniently located next to the Dallas, California Highway and minutes away from Orchard Park's nature trails, a place proud to call home. Google Alpine Meadows townhomes. Professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. You enjoy the quiet life, but... You like being close to the action. Living that fits you is at Mountain Glen Apartments, located five minutes away from the Bend River Promenade and downtown area. Mountain Glen's units feature designer oak cabinets, and their two- and three-bedroom units come with washer and dryer hookups. Relax with mountain views from your patio or deck. Mountain Glen Apartments Bend, corner of Butler Market and Boyd Acres Road. Professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Hey, Dan, how you doing? Haven't seen you around the gym. Yeah, I've really fallen off. Since I turned 40, I just don't get the results I used to get. Could be a lower testosterone. I went through it a while back. I got Nugenix Total T, and it's made a huge difference for me. I've seen that on TV. Is it for real? Oh, yeah. The patented key ingredient is something called Testafin, which helps boost free and total testosterone levels to help you trim up and stay lean. And it's made a difference for you? Man, I feel like I'm in my 20s again. At work, in the gym and in the bedroom. Are they still giving out complimentary bottles for people to try it for themselves? Yeah, you just need to send them a text. Text KICK to 321321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenix Total Tea. Plus, text now and we'll include a bottle of Nugenix Thermo, our most powerful fat incinerator ever to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text KICK to 321321. That's KICK to 321321. Products and statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or illness. Thank you for joining Financial Focus Radio Show. Honest, transparent analysis brought to you every week by Tyler Simonis and Josh Finelli. Call the show anytime at 877-670-7117. We'll try to answer your question on the air in the following weeks. Now, back to the team from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us. My name is Tyler Simonis. That guy over there, he's Josh Finelli, and we are partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management here in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. We appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us. So um, a lot of you, when we have bear markets, think uh, I'm not going to participate in the market until things get better, and we know how markets work. Therefore, looking and when things are better, markets will move uh, materially higher. It's why so many people underperform the market by so much. Um, and so what you know, th there's a sense also if you're if you're contributing to a 401k, well, maybe I'll keep contributing to my 401k, but I'll just move the money to the money market instead of investing in. So Morningstar uh, look, did a study and they looked at people who considered doing that in 2002, 2008, and 2020, the last time we've had really significant market corrections. Um, and the people that invested in their 401k continued to make uh, contributions on a monthly basis of $500 a month. Uh, into their 401k and continued to invest and, and kept investing in their investments versus the people that contributed and didn't invest. The average difference at the end of all of it, in not that long past, was $53,000. So um, if you are – the best thing, especially if you're young, is a bear market, right? I mean it means you're buying things cheaper. And if you are contributing 
anybody out there that's contributing to a 401k plan where you get paid every two weeks and you're investing in the market, think about that. You're investing 26 times a year and the market volatility is your friend. You want the market to be extremely volatile over those 26 pay periods because you're going to get better pricing. And if you're young, this market correction that we're experiencing right now, most of you won't remember uh, this one. And and you know stocks will be so much high. You know the Dow will be a hundred thousand before we know it. Uh, and so somebody, Josh, at my age, this is the greatest thing. This is what you should want. Um, but people do dumb things when we have market corrections. Always have, always will. Uh, let's see, real quick. Um, so ninety five percent of the companies have in the S and P five hundred have reported uh, gap earnings uh, and. In, for the third quarter, uh, gap earnings were down 10% year over year. Um, that's the second quarter in a row of year over year negative growth in gap earnings. Uh, this is the thing about stocks. Uh, they can either have multiple expansion, which we've seen for the last 10 years, uh, meaning we're not seeing meaning, meaningful earnings growth. What we're seeing is expansion in how expensive the stock is getting, and that can work in an almost zero interest rate environment. But now that rates are higher, I've never seen multiple expansion in a rising rate environment. Uh, and if earnings are declining, we have sort of two things working against us, right? Higher interest rates, higher hurdle rate uh, for companies, um, and more, you know, more declining earnings, which is you know a recessionary environment, which means stocks at 19 or 20 times here probably have to come in quite a bit uh, for them to be reasonable and to start a new bull market. It's going to be very hard to start a new bull market with 20 times earnings and rates materially higher. So that's something to think about. Um, you know, everybody gets excited about the returns we've been seeing as of late in the market, but. Uh, this is probably going to be a slog lower, much like the 2000 through 02 The silver lining, though, is for diversified investors, safety actually pays something. Finally. And, and you know, you think about what the municipal <clears throat> bond market and what the corporate bond market will look like, hopefully, in a couple of years, is you will get a real premium over treasuries, and you can live off that coupon and not deal with as much volatility because the... You know, this multiple expansion, you know, the action, 0% interest rates that just pushed people down the risk curve and made, you know, otherwise not uh, risk. People that wanted to embrace risk didn't, uh, they had to do it because there was no way to meet the needed return on their portfolio. And it punished people that did the right thing and it punished savers. But if you're, if you're six years old and five years away from retirement and when you get to retire and you have 40 or 50% of your portfolio in bonds that are going to pay six and a half, six percent, you're excited about what's happening right And that's now. what my point is basically like that 60, 40 investors out there have better expected returns now than at any time essentially in the last 15 years. Well, 15 years ago, the expected returns were good. I'll say, okay, shorten that window to 12 years. <laughs> yeah, in 2009, the expected return was really good, even though nobody knew that to be true. Fair enough, but rewind okay. to 2010 and you know that expected return profile now, when you think that 40% of that money has essentially been doing nothing for quite some time now, now all of a sudden it actually gives you something, and uh, that's a silver lining uh, amidst sort of the carnage here. All right, it's that time of year where if you're over uh, 72 years old, uh, you are having to take what's called a required minimum distribution. The government says, uh, you know, we gave you the tax benefit on making that contribution to your regular IRA or 401k or SEP IRA, uh, and that money's grown tax deferred. Now we want to start to tax that. So at age 72, the government makes forces you to take what's called a required minimum distribution from your retirement accounts. And so many of our clients and many of you out there listening are like, look, I don't, I don't need that money. I don't want that money. I don't want to have to pay taxes on it because that money comes out and it's taxes, ordinary income. And so one of the things that you can do, especially if you're charitably inclined, is something called a qualified charitable distribution. So if you're one of these people, write it down, qualified charitable distribution or QCD for short. So you can ask your advisor, Josh. Please explain to our listening audience what a QCD is, Qualified Charitable Distribution. Uh, qualified Charitable Distribution just means that instead of taking possession of the money yourself, uh, you have the advisor send it to the custodian uh, of the charity, that 501c3 charity that you want to give the money to. Uh, give your advisor 
uh, some time here. You don't want to saddle it w them with a QCD uh, the back half of December uh, this year. You usually want to give them some heads up because it takes a little bit of time. But uh, you don't actually take possession of the money. It has to go directly to the charity itself uh, to avoid the taxation. One of the little quirks in the rule, actually, uh, as a part of the SECURE Act, is they didn't update uh, the QCD side of it. Uh, and what I mean by that is you can still take a qualified charitable distribution when you're 70 and a half, even though you don't have a required minimum distribution until you're 72. So if you're not quite at RMD age, but you've already reached the age of 70 and a half, you can still take a QCD. We had a client do one last week, uh, but you have to already be 70 and a half. It can't be you turned 70 and a half that year. You have to be 70 and a half when you do it. Uh, but that is a great way to avoid taxes. And of course, without the tax withholding, the charity benefits. And if it was a gift that you were already going to give, uh, all the more, uh, better for, for all parties involved. Yeah, so and obviously the charity doesn't have to pay taxes because they're... So the two things that are important to know, it has to be a 501c3 charity. You can't, you know, they can't just say they're a charity. Make sure they are an actual 501c3 charity. Um, and then the second uh, sort of quirk is that uh, the maximum is $100,000. So that seems like a lot, but believe me, we have some clients that their RMD is more than $100,000. And so you can't do more than hundred grand, and it has to be a 501c3 charity. And make sure that the money never comes to you. It has to go directly, either a check directly to the charity, or uh, a lot of times they can just move it custodian to custodian for it to qualify. And then keep the records when the charity sends you back a letter, thank you for your contribution, so you can uh, deal with it when, you're, when, you're do when your accountant's doing your taxes. So... Again, it's a qualified charitable distribution for those of you that are in the required minimum distribution phase of life. Uh, it's a good way to uh, save yourself some taxes and give money to charity at the same time. All right, if you want to be part of the program, call us, 877-670-7117, or go to our website, or sorry, northwestquadrantwealth.com, and send us an email. When we come back, we're going to talk about some large cap value stocks. Stick around. Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on northwestquadrantwealth.com. 